Hey there, listen, I have worked so hard for my healthy mind and I will be darned. Damn if I allow anyone enemies of progress, enemies of process, snakes in sheepskin, try and succeed in stealing my joy and peace. But most importantly, the truth that I have become aware of about me. And I need you, dear sister, dear brother, to get up and have the same mindset. Stop thinking less of yourself. So come on in and let's dive into some how-tos about the truths and tools that you can use. Okay, let's go. always always enjoy this brief intro where there is silence and there's music and you get to dance 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 <laughs> hi friend this is kate a coca daisy and it is great to have you listening to the show i hope you're doing well and this day finds you in great spirits what i want to do is help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to live free every day Healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, as we say here at I Am Freeman Ministries and Chief Joy Activator, heal people, heal people. This podcast is me navigating the world of healing, the heart and mind, with you and with important friends I will invite to sit with me and with us. Walk in this rich and beautiful life of faith plus being your authentic, godly self can sometimes be so tricky. Choose to Live Free podcast is my way of making faith walk plus healing plus everything in between about life and living it relatable and joy-filled. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. We are going into episode eight. These episodes, y'all, are flying by so fast. Sometimes I'm like, okay, what should I talk about? And I'm like, okay, I know what I want to talk about. I have like a hundred topics of things that I want to talk about. So there are more episodes, more ways to get the message across when it comes to your heart, when it comes to taking care of your heart, when it comes to taking care of your mind. Okay. Okay. So it is a few days after the I Am Free Woman Ministries second annual Choose to Be Free conference. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to trademark that. So y'all don't think about it. Choose to be free. Choose to live free choose to stay free. That is us, y'all. That is us. So I am Free Woman Ministries' second annual Choose to Be Free conference just wrapped up. And I, it was so surreal to see so many women come together. We had over 60 women register. And y'all, the enemy was busy, okay? The enemy was busy that day, that week in particular. And unfortunately, some women had technical difficulties and they could not join. And I was so bumped by it. Honestly, I was so disturbed by it. I spoke to my spiritual mom, Reverend Julia OG, and she prayed over me. She encouraged my heart. And I was like, you know what? Anyone who was able to get through on that day got fed whatever message God wanted them to hear. And that blessed my heart. And so thankfully, we do have the recording of this of the conference and we are going to be breaking them down into bite-sized pieces and sending them to all our subscribers. All those people who have subscribed to our email list and will get a preview and actually get to watch the segmented uh, breakdown of the conference. So hint, hint, if you want to know what happened and the speakers and the contents that was shared and you want to be part of this family and this community, go ahead to iamfreeman.org and chiefjoyactivator.com and make sure that you subscribe, okay? 
The conference was great. I talked all about love and I shared this love formula that I'm going to be putting more work into it to make it available to a lot of people. So stay tuned. We had the grandmaster who talked about the biological aspects of healing as well as love. And then we also had Reverend OG and Miss Sonia Ingram who talked about all things personal story and also all things love 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 and it was filled with love so yes the conference was great it, it the turnout was great my team they could not stop gushing enough about us being able to put this together and we are excited and we are looking forward to what is in store next year and it's only going to get bigger and bigger from here overall we are growing and god is doing amazing things in our dear sister community as we come together and we come back bigger and better in 2023 so you want to stay tuned we are talking about a hybrid approach of in-person and online conference in next year and we don't know how this is going to be done but we believe that God is going to help us take this all the way. And so pray for us, pray for us, pray for us. <laughs> These are dangerous prayers. You know, when you pray for something and God finally starts to work it out and you're like, uh, <laughs> So I look forward to meeting some of you in person someday and who knows it could be next year, right? Okay. Also launching in 2023 is our dear sister coaching cohorts and memberships. I am so excited about this one. Like we have been working and like thinking through like how can we get all the women who are listening, who are tuning into us on social media, to us in our email subscription, to us on YouTube. How can we get all these women in a place? And we said, this is our dear sister community and we need to grow. So we are taking emotional, mental, spiritual, physical, and financial well-being to a whole new level. If you are a woman, a girl looking for an assured way to heal your heart, again, to heal your heart and truly love from a place of purpose and peace and not pain, this is for you. If you are a professional career woman looking to live free in the day to day and still experience joy, this is for you. If you are a sister looking to connect, grow and develop your godly authentic self, have thriving relationships, heal from broken relationships, live life joyfully free in Christ, whether you're married, single, whatever the case may be, this is for you. And I am so excited. When I was a little girl growing up, I had always imagined using my God-given gifts of writing and teaching to help others. I first had to allow the Holy Spirit to teach me, prune me, and position me. And it wasn't difficult. It was not. And now I have the gift of creatively bringing to life in practical ways God's word, which I love. Answering questions like, how do I love in a fallen world? How do I heal in a world where every process is a quick fix? How do I live in this world and truly be free? My authentic godly self, how do I do that? And so many questions. I have come to find out that I have this precious gift that God has given me to take his word and break it down, make it practical for the everyday woman. And I am looking forward to it. So y'all, this community will be the place where you can truly experience God's word in its simplest and spirit soul body renewing way and I can't wait to see what God does and where he takes everyone okay Again, if you haven't subscribed to our email list, then what are you waiting for? You want to go to IamFreeWoman.org and CheapJoyActivator.com to do so, okay? And if you are in Atlanta, October 29th, you are invited to our self-defense class where you're going to learn tips and tricks on how to use your phone, your water bottle, and a pen to protect yourself, to defend yourself in the event that something happens to you, especially as we have the holidays rolling by and we'll be going shopping and all these things. We want to defend ourselves because there are some crazy people out there <laughs> okay so 
listen, as we go into this show, let me just kick it off. We all go through difficulties in life. We can choose how we think about ourselves as we walk the difficulties. Listen, till the end, because the episode is dedicated. This episode is dedicated to someone and it's dedicated to a few people. So I want you to listen to the end. When I think about the conference we just had and the exciting work ahead, which blesses and will bless many women, I sometimes freeze. Yes. You may know of the alarm signal in your brain, the amygdala, which is our fear response system. Mm-hmm. Fear. When my friend Fia comes for a visit, sometimes I allow her to stay a while. Sometimes I make excuses and so she doesn't stick around. Sometimes I engage in long or short conversations with her, and sometimes I know she's there, but I pay her no mind. I mind my business while she still tries to mind my business. <laughs> This is a short story that I'm about to share. It's a, a short story about a woman that chose to not give up. A woman who did not allow her mind to aimlessly wallow in misery. A woman who did not think less of herself, but remembered who she was, a daughter of a king, and thus used every strength she had, even during her worst days, to rise up. I am talking about Hannah, and I'm going to take you to 1 Samuel chapter 1 verses 1 through 28. I am not going to read it. And so if you want to know the full story, I think it's better for you to read it yourself. But I want you to read that and also understand what I'm talking about. And so for the purposes of our podcast, I am just going to give the synopsis of it as I weave that into our talk today. Now you have you have to bear in mind the culture, the traditions, the gender roles and norms and environment at the time when these events took place to appreciate the role each person played in Hannah's life. Hannah was one of Elkanah's two wives. The other wife, Penina, had children, but Hannah had none. Despite not having children yet, because God had closed her womb, Hannah's husband, Elkanah, loved her, adored her, and had gave her double portions of meat. You know, when you think about it, uh, Penina had a lot more children than Hannah, so you will think that, you know, her portions of meat will be more. But Elkanah loved and adored Hannah and gave her more of what he got. Now, Hannah endured so much at the hands of her co-wife to the extent that even when Hannah went to the temple, Penina would provoke her until she wept and would not eat. Now, listen, it takes a particular spirit to be able to provoke another person, another spirit, in the presence of God, in the temple. I mean, the nerves of Penina, oh my goodness. I mean, she would provoke Hannah until Hannah wept and would not eat. For as much as her husband Elkanah tried to console her, reminding her that he loved her and that he should, he should mean more to her than 10 sons, Hannah still had the desire to have her own children. I don't blame her. We, we know how society can be. And those days was no different. I mean, the blaming, the shaming, and all that was going on. Mm -hmm. I cannot imagine the psychological and emotional turmoil that Hannah endured. I can't. You know, this month of October is Breast Cancer Awareness, and it is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And one of our missions here at I Am Free Woman Ministries is working to help victims of domestic violence and to heal as well as educate families and communities. So when I read scripture, for example, sometimes I cannot help but feel for the experiences that some of the women and girls went through. And to this day, some men, women, men, and even girls and children go through. 
To this day, such traumas are still ongoing, and I believe that we have so much work to do in our communities. Domestic violence is not isolated to a particular religion or a particular region or a particular financial status or a particular educational achievement and so on. It can affect anyone on any level at any status, both women and men. So I digress there, but I had to say it because you see, it is here with Penina and Hannah. You can see it, the subtle ways in which people around you always get to you, get at you, and they can go as far as to get to your soul. So with Penina and Hannah, you can see the torture that Hannah went through, even in the house of God, Penina tormented her. And you can read verse seven, which explicitly talks about that. One thing we can appreciate about Hannah is her mental capacity to maintain her sanity and her heart posture to remain under God's covering, even though her soul was bitter and she was deeply troubled. She was a deeply troubled woman. Who in your life do you know that is deeply troubled? I know of a few. Who do you know in your life whose heart is troubled, disturbed by decisions that they need to make, things that they need to do, the overwhelm of life? Hannah did not think less of herself at all. And she did not think highly of herself than she was supposed to either. Unlike her co-wife Penina, Hannah's heart was settled on the matter. I am either, and this is me thinking of what Hannah would say, I am either going to fight for what you have for me, Lord, or nothing else will do. I am either going to fight for what you have for me, Lord, or nothing else will do. I can see myself saying that. Can you see yourself saying that? Not even the affectionate love from Hannah's husband, Elkanah, <laughs> could satisfy Hannah. Hannah was a sister warrior. She was prayerful in her quest to seek and to get and to attain and to achieve what God had for her. And if that meant that she had to settle her hat on the matter of praying, of seeking God, of hearing from God, then she was going to do it. And nobody, not even Penina, could take that away from her. The beautiful thing about this process of Hannah settling into a space of total surrender and dependence on God is that she believed. She knew that her partnership with the Lord would work out for her good. Fast forward to the 21st century and here we are, you and me. We have so many penniness lurking, lingering around us. For example, co-workers, family members, church folks, neighbors, partners, and spouses and strangers and so on. I mean, everywhere we turn, there is somebody that is spewing something into our ears, into our thinking, anywhere. Do you know who you have in your corner? Hannah had access to God through the high priest, Eli. Who thought she was she, she who thought she was drunk? <laughs> Me and you, we have this awesome coach, counselor, comforter called the Holy Spirit. He is right with us wherever we go, and he would not think that we are drunk <laughs> when we open our mouth to pray. The question, dear sister, is have you called on the Holy Spirit to guide you, to coach you in this moment of surrender where the penniness around you are coming at you? When you have many voices, including your own thoughts, vying for attention, that peaceful, still, small voice which brings you clarity is all you need. And it may be just that. See, dear sister, dear brother, you can think highly of yourself, 
But the caution here is not to think highly of yourself than you ought to. Sometimes people get that scripture confused, like I, I should not think highly of myself. No, it says, don't think highly of yourself than you ought to. Think of yourself as important as the daughter of God, as worthy, as precious, but don't allow pride to seep into your heart and make you forget the grace under which you operate. Read Romans 12, 3. I feel like I should repeat that. Think of yourself as important, as the daughter of God, as worthy, as precious, but don't allow pride to seep in and make you forget the grace under which you operate. Let's look at the differences between this when it comes to Hannah and Penina and the voices that we operate under. Penina, Penina forgot the grace of God that was upon her and the blessings she had received through childbirth. Hannah always remembered the grace of God and believed that her troubles would soon be over. Penina allowed pride in what she had, her children, and that made her feel more important. But it was Hannah whose strength and endurance who was worthy of the lineage from which Jesus came from. Penina's focus was on making her co-wife's life a life of misery, and she succeeded. But Hannah did not delight in revenge or vengeance. Hannah shifted her focus to prayer and feeding her spirit, her heart, the right thoughts and words, which soothed her heart and helped her walk the situation well. I just want you to rewind just a little bit and focus on that last bit. While Penina's focus was on Hannah, Hannah's focus was not on taking revenge or vengeance. Hannah's focus was on feeding her spirit and connecting with the Lord every day. Hannah did not allow the voices of the world, the voices of Penina, overshadow the ones she needed to hear from God. You can imagine all the hurtful words that Penina used. Today we can. You know, the, the side eyes, the slight comments that people give you, the critical judgments that people tell you, that even in our families. You can imagine all those hurtful words. When you are caught in situations of difficulty and pain, uncertainty and frustration, doubt and indecisiveness, you have to learn and know the voice from the voices. You have to know the voice from the voices. The gift we have these days is we don't have to travel long distance to meet God. We can meet him wherever we are, whenever we want. Here's what I have practiced and how I know to work in my life when it comes to the voice that speaks to me. Thoughts that come from God speak truth, with a capital T, and life into your situation. Thoughts that come from the world speak lies, manipulation, schemes, revenge into your situation. The voice of God, the Holy Spirit, is gentle and firm in his direction. All you need to do is yield and obey. You must let the word of God reveal and confirm truth to your heart. That's where your freedom is. Like Hannah, you may get into situations where your soul cannot even feed on regular food. You need the good bread of life. And until your spirit, your heart is fed on the word and is set right with God, you can't do anything else. Hannah could not eat. Her husband tried to get her to eat and she's like, not yet. I got some praying to do. I got to go to war. Hannah could not eat until she had held onto the helm long enough to make her petition known to God. Hannah asked God to remember her and he did. She was able to feed her body after she knew she had done all that she could and her spirit was at peace. And having fed her spirit and her body, his soul was revived and no longer sad.
How do you survive in the midst of turmoil? Do you forget God or do you ask him to help you? Do you ask God to remember you? When was the last time you were in a situation so desperate for answers, so desperate to know what to do, and you cried out to God, and the only thing you said was, Dear Lord, remember me. All this is based on your thought pattern and how you think about yourself when you are in a situation. Like Hannah, you can think highly of yourself under the mighty hand of God and his covering. Here are some ways that I think you can do that. You can believe in what God has spoken over you and stand on that in any place you find yourself, even when you feel like you are drowning or your life has no purpose or meaning. You have been created for a purpose, to live out God's will here on earth. Let no man, no human, no species make you feel and think less of yourself. You can posture your heart at the feet of Jesus and choose him every day over choosing to focus on your troubles. You can feed your spirit on God's word you can pray and keep on praying. You can certainly make a dedication to God and do all you can to keep it. You can still be kind, patient, and love even your worst enemy. <laughs> Listen, now I know this is hard and this might take some time. You know, heaven might have to come down for some of us to be able to love our enemies, but it's possible and we can try. You can pursue peace and choose it every single day. You can pursue joy and choose it every day. So Hannah decided and Hannah dedicated her son to the Lord. When you have been blessed, you bless others. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, this episode is dedicated to every single sister out there who is caught up in that situation where they have too many penninas around them. And you, you don't want to fight penina with penina. I mean, that is a bunch of chaos. Can you imagine that? Your heart is always not going to be at peace. You want to fight your penniness with a bunch of hannas. Yes. <laughs> so, dear sister, I dedicate this episode to you, to a dear friend of mine who I know will be listening and is also a friend to our ministry. You know who you are. This message is for you. You are stronger than you think. You are braver than you think. You are the daughter of the king, and you are purposeful in this journey called life. You have more peace to tap into. You have more joy to activate. I pray with you as you ask God to remember you. I do. I pray with you as you ask God to remember you. You stand strong, my friend, my dear sister, and you hold your head and high and believe. Let your heart rejoice in the Lord and your mouth boast over your enemies. Take delight in God's deliverance because God is faith and he will do all that he can and has promised. He is faithful and he will do it. Maybe this chapter of your life ends, but a new chapter begins. Maybe the new chapter starts and this one ends, knowing for sure that there is no rock like the God you serve. So my dear sister, my dear friend, Whoever you are that's out there that is fighting all these penniness and you are not thinking highly of yourself, you ought to do so. But don't do so beyond what you know God's covering is. You got to stand strong. You have to hold your head high. You have to let go of the pain that you hear from penniness around you. And you have to fix your eyes on Jesus. While the penniness are fixing their eyes on you, 
turn, turn, turn and fix your focus on where your strength comes from. Whew. Sometimes you have to allow your heart to feel what your sisters feel. And this episode isn't what I had planned, but I believe many of you listening will be healed and delivered from the strongholds of negative voices and the penniness that need not take space in your life as you choose to live free. So here are your three thoughts, three words, and three actions for today. Thought number one, you will encounter many penniness in your lifetime. However, that relationship goes. Remember that you must always focus on who and whose you are. Thinking about yourself from a place of abundance, not from a place of lack. Ooh, let me repeat that. Think about yourself from a place of abundance, not from a place of lack. Thought number two, always pray and ask God to remember you. Thought number three, always pursue peace and joy in every circumstance. Here are your three words, peace, 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 and more peace. Word number two, stand firm. Listen, read 1 Samuel 1 verses 1 through 28. Emulate Hannah. I know it's hard. I know you want to fight back. I know you want to say something. I know you want to take revenge, but it is not yours because the Lord will do it. So emulate Hannah, what she did and how she fought. Thought number three goes with what I just said. You are a warrior. You are a warrior. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And as I am speaking right now, there are women out there experiencing the worst of the worst. And if you're able to listen to this, I want you to gird up everything you have, every strength you have, and go to war in prayer. But as you do so, the wisdom that God gives you, if he says you got to go physically, dear sister, dear brother, don't wait because you are a warrior and he has called you to fight with him as both of you partner and do the work. Here are your three actions for today. I want you to connect with me. I want you to connect with us. Subscribe, like, share, comment, follow. Do all those things because you want to be part of this community. You want to. No, seriously, you want to. <laughs> Answer these questions. You know that I'm going to give you some work. I told you this podcast is not just you listening because I know you can do some work even if it's taking an inch forward because this is what the Lord is asking me to do. So here are your questions. Who are the penniness in your life? Second question, how do you or how have you invited God into your mess, into your situation? Question number three, how does God want you to wait on his deliverance, to wait on his promises? Because sometimes we, I mean, we don't have patience. <laughs> and so we go ahead of God. And I always say, don't think ahead of God. Don't move ahead of him. So how does he want you to wait? Question number four, when you think highly of yourself, what good thoughts come to mind about you? And your last action, read 1 Samuel chapter two, Hannah's prayer. It is a beautiful prayer. And if you are somebody who needs a reminder, 
to think of yourself the way God thinks about you, read Hannah's prayer. Well, friends, this is another one for the books, and I am sure your hearts are full and blessed. I am so happy that I get to walk in my purpose, helping so many of you live life joyfully and free. There is more work for us to do to transform hearts, and I know that it is going to be one heartbeat at a time. So let's choose to stay free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to be free. And being faithfully renewed, encouraged, exceptional women and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. And until next time, I want you to say this. Healed people heal people. So go out there and heal someone in the world today. Choose to live free. I love you. Bye.